0: Yesterday, we were talking about that really big iPhone, iPhone Max of the future, where uh, according to to these rumors from Ming-Chi Kuo, the next generation Max iPhone will scale up to 6.7 inches, which is, that's a very big smartphone. So smartphones continuing to grow. Today, we've got some news regarding the Galaxy Note 10 Launch. Now, the Note series obviously started the whole trend towards gigantic smartphones. And so, because of that, they're also scaling up because the Note ain't the Note anymore in relationship to your typical flagship. When the Note first came out, it was way bigger than the competing products at flagship level. And that sort of faded. And the products have gotten closer, even under Samsung's own roof. The scale difference between the note series for example and just the standard s10 let's say or s9 the previous version whichever one you want to reference so a little bit of information coming out here about the note 10 the launch reportedly set for august 7th and uh, according to tom's guide there could be a surprise new feature in store as well that will replace the typical speaker layout so You guys may recall in a a previous device, maybe, maybe not, LG G8 in which the display, the glass on the display became the speaker rather than a speaker grill, a typical speaker grill. Well, apparently that technology may find its way into the next generation Note as well. Uh, Benefits, drawbacks, I mean, it's just new age. It's just cooler. Uh, Presumably you can't cover the sound port as easily as if you had a regular speaker grill layout. So that could be an advantage, but more interesting to me is the speculation on scale and the fact that this could be the first time that we see two versions of the next generation Note. Well, normally it's just one Note. This time around, we may see a Note 10 and a Note 10 Pro. So obviously this word Pro, we can't get away from it in this uh, in this realm, in the tech space, Pro this, Pro that. It's a lot of Pro, OnePlus 7 Pro in my pocket right now. Why is it Pro? I'm not really sure. I mean, a lot of people have it. Are they all Pros now? I don't feel like any more of a Pro now that I have. But I, I, who knows? Who knows why everything's becoming Pro? But nonetheless, Pro has uh, seemed to become the designation for luxury for higher end. Either Plus or Pro. And of course, Apple's got Max. Holy man, it's hard to keep it all together. Anyhow, in the case of the Note, Note 10, Note 10 Pro... The standard supposedly will clock in at 6.3 inches and then the bigger one, 6.75. So even bigger than this rumored uh, iPhone, next generation iPhone Max version, iPhone 11 Max, iPhone 11S Max, who knows what it's going to be called, the the version that eventually scales up. Now, on on a recent video on Unbox Therapy, of course, we looked at a 6.7-inch Galaxy device, but not in the Note series at all. We instead looked at the A70, a lesser-known Galaxy phone. You can go check out that video if you haven't seen it yet. But I got a chance to play around with that form factor. Keep in mind, that form factor right there in the case of the A70 is bigger than the Plus version of the S10 currently. So that's about as big as it gets right now from Samsung. Now, funny enough, even though the Note series gets bigger and there's two versions of it to choose from, Wait a second. For comparison, what is the the size of the current generation Note Note 9 screen size? Let's see who's faster. Me or you, Willie Do. I am. 6.4 inches. You see that? Nice try, Willie Do. Do you think you're ready over there or something?
1: Well, I have to show it.
0: So you have to make sure you find a pretty page to showcase it. Anyway, yeah. 6.4 inches. Man. and, And weirdly enough. Note series, even for the Note, like, that feels small by today. It's so weird how this keeps happening. Mm -hmm. It keeps happening a little bit at a time. But I'm going to go one step further and say that even at 6.75 inches, that feels small now because you've already got this A70 and the Plus version of the S10, which is in that wheelhouse, screen screen scale-wise, which is like, the Note should be much bigger. I don't know how big especially if you're doing two versions. So is this even big enough in an environment in which your regular flagships are pushing into this territory? I don't know. At least they'll be able to have champion status because it doesn't sound like anything bigger than that is coming out anytime soon. And you start to wonder, wh- where is that maximum scale? At which point using the phone starts to take a major hit and you're just carrying around a tablet. It's kind of crazy even see these numbers because man, I remember like an iPad mini, for example. What's the screen size on an iPad mini? Well, who's going to be faster? Me or you? Now, I'm going to let you have this one. I'm going to let you have this one. I'm going to go easy. 7.9 inches, for example. So it's, it's very bizarre. Things are meshing. Now, of course, the way these measurements take place diagonally, so the aspect ratios change. Phones have gotten more narrow, which has allowed for them to still be held in one hand. They just got taller, mostly. So the Note... It's going to get bigger. It's going to be two sizes. Of course, the question goes to you guys. Which is the size you would go for? Do you buy the Note because you want the biggest screen on a smartphone? Or do you buy the Note because you just want that pen input? That's really the question. Of course, you know it's going to have flagship specs regardless. So it's not you're not going to have to worry about the horsepower. If you want a powerful phone, that, that could be the way to go as well. But as far as choosing between the two sizes, we're going to find out what the real... With the real kind of dna of the note family is and also the the those that demand the note series those that are in the market for it are they going to reach out for the smaller version or the bigger one is it more about the pen or is it more about the scale of course presumably the pro version could have other features also since it's clocking in at a bigger screen size it's probably going to have a bigger battery and it may have uh it may have some other stuff we're unaware of at this point That could help it have that pro designation. Maybe the camera layout's a bit different. Who really knows? But it's exciting nonetheless. Apparently the headphone jack is going to take off as well. At least we have a date now. So it's happening soon. This uh, event set for August 7th. According to these reports. It's going to happen in Brooklyn, NYC at the Barclays Center. They've done... Uh, events there in the past. They did an event there in the in the past for the Note 9, in fact. So this could be the home of the Note series for Samsung. If you're holding off on a new smartphone and you're a fan of the Note or you just want a huge phone, then, uh, yeah, you may want to consider holding off till August 7, see what Samsung has in store. We've seen some leaks and what renders. You,
1: what do you think of this?
0: And uh, we talked about it on previous videos. They took the hole punch. They moved it to the center. It has symmetry now, but it's also the the punch is taking up a more uh important piece of real estate in the center of the display there so you know obviously no notch is the ideal scenario no notch no hole punch is the ideal scenario but uh if unless you're willing to go for something motorized you're stuck with this this situation and the hole punch itself has been the smallest version we've seen that said i still probably would opt for having it in a corner just so it's more out of the way but just visually, it looks really nice. It looks good. I like how it looks like a slab. Yeah, exactly. Like, it looks very simple. Sharper corners. Yeah, it's very sharp. So, look, I think a lot of people are going to like it. It's You know one thing I'm worried about, the price. Judging from, you know, everything that's been happening in a smartphone marketplace with your, your, the, the Huawei ban and all the rest of that, you have to assume now Samsung's feeling pretty good about their position. Yeah. Like, oh, everybody's mad at Chinese brands, so it's time for us to double down. Remember the Double Down? Remember the that? The KFC Double the Down? The KFC Double cool. Down. You know, that's what Samsung is doing in their office these days. I have, I have uh, leaked reports that the boardroom is full of KFC Double Downs. It came from Ming-Chi Kuo. So that was Jack's favorite when that was out. He was there every day. He lined up for it. And he, he especially liked the sauce they put on there. You know, look at that thing. It looks disgusting. Hawaiian Double Down. Oh, my God. I mean, how do you even grab it? Because the chicken breast is greasy. How do you grab it? Is it a fork and knife situation? It's so confusing. So, but anyway, internal reports state inside of Samsung headquarters report coming via Ming-Chi Kuo and 9to5 Google. I'm just saying stuff right now. None of that is true. But they're doubling down because they can, because they can come. This is what I'm worried about. They can come now and say... Uh, all these restrictions in place, potentially tariffs, potentially bans, and also consumer confidence in their competing brands, the ones that really match match up well to them, like Huawei, like the Mate series to the Note series, like the the P series to the S series. They got these lined up and they 're in that premium space and they got all the cameras they' got the big batteries and all the rest of it. If they don 't have to worry about them let 's boost that price up. Come on now let's go. Yeah, at least
1: 1300
0: note 10 pro 2g's 2g's note 10 pro 2g's i don't know probably not 2g's but i'm just saying this ain't gonna be a cheap phone so if you're gonna wait till august 7th don't expect to see seven or 800 bucks all right just keep that in mind expect to see something like double that territory right there so start saving up those pennies if that's you and you're into the note series smartphone note 10 uh, I got this thing here on USA Today about how much a computer costs the year you were born. How about this? How about this, Will? How about half a million bucks for a computer adjusted for inflation? The HP 3000 basic model came out in 1972. Half a milli. No big deal. You got to do uh, two plus four, you know? <laughs> Who knows what... it's Oh, man, it's pretty wild. So... uh a brand new computer nowadays, obviously, a few hundred bucks. But as you go through history and you look at different points in time and, of course, also what computers were capable. That's the one right there. That's the, I don't even know what this dude is doing on that one. That's the 1972 notable computer, HP 3000. There's no screen. No screen? He, he, no, he doesn't even know what he's doing. It just, it just seems cool at that point. It's, come on, Jack. There's no storage on there. He's, this guy can barely store. He can't store a single image on there. So, of course, at that time, these things were used in very for very specific pur- purposes, number crunching and things like this. It was ninety five thousand dollars in nineteen seventy two. This particular computer, and then they adjust that for inflation. That's how you get to over 500, $571,000. But of course, this article is kind of cool because you could pick any year, and you can see you could you could pick any year in a popular computer from that year and see the price what it would be today. Even a computer in 1971 that was 750 when you go adjusted for inflation it's 4600 bucks. Uh the very first Mac computer that pops up on here the Apple 1 was 667 in 1976 that's 3 grand today. The Apple II went up to 5 grand. I think the first Apple portable on this list was around $15,000 adjusted for inflation. So and, and then I went a little further up to like the 2000s to one of my first laptops. Uh, where was it here? It was one of these Sony ones. I had a Sony Vio situation. We talked about it in the past. Sony VAIO laptop, $1,699 in 2004. That's $2,200 by today's standards. Uh, who knows? This channel might not happen. I don't get that first laptop. I don't start thinking about the internet. I don't start thinking about uh, gadgets and technology. I had, I had one of those... Uh, Not an iMac. I had an eMac. I had a lot of these ones through the years. Nonetheless, you're spoiled today. I already told you that before. Youngsters, you got no idea. This stuff used to suck. And, I mean, we didn't know that at the time. But it wasn't very good. And it was very expensive to get into it. And not everybody had it. They actually, you know... I remember a period in time where it was like... Not everyone had a computer. And definitely not everyone had a laptop. It was a, a privilege to have something like that. So... If you want to go check out what a computer cost the year you were born, you can head over to this article. Check it out for yourself. But I feel like uh, we're ready for a big upgrade around here in the studio. We got to bring in, well, we got to clear out some real estate to bring in one of those original HP 3000s, right, Will? Mm -hmm. It's time to step up our video editing hardware.
1: With the turbo button.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: It's like instant overclock.
0: It's like uh, I used to have one of those third party controllers for playstation i think the first playstation and you would switch the button to like rapid fire oh yeah and that was the hack like it just kept firing it would just keep clicking a and it was so rude to use that so anyway computers used to be expensive not so much anymore now you could just get it eee pc remember that (laughs) do you remember that i think so that's the that's the sub notebook That started the whole trend of the netbook. And when that thing came out, it shifted everything because it was like, what? Wait a minute. Laptops are like 200 bucks. What's going on here? And uh, yeah, you couldn't keep those things on the shelves. It was weird. Triple E PC. Wild, wild times. Hey, Will, did you hear about this YouTuber that transformed a Tesla Model 3 into a pickup truck? Of course you did. It's top of trending right now. Of course you did, Willie. Do you live on YouTube just like everybody else? Top top of trending right now, uh, this girl here, Simone, she uh, she's always rigging up, typically making robots. I think self-proclaimed bad robots or busted robots. And uh, this time it went, it, it certainly went a step further. She took a Tesla Model 3, along with a team of people, and rigged it, chopped it up chopped and screwed it as they say down south in houston what do you know about that well not much nothing and she turned it into i mean she put a bet on it i'm not i don't know that i would call it a pickup truck i mean there's not very much that's a truck about it but man it's a pretty cool looking thing nonetheless she says she got sick of waiting for elon musk to put out the tesla pickup electric pickup and so this is the next best thing you get the model three You chop the back off of it, the back seats, and the trunk. And all of a sudden, you have the bed of a pickup truck. Sort of. It's not as wide. You can't fit a typical sheet of plywood. Like, there's issues with it. But as a proof of concept, you got to believe this is going to get Elon Musk's attention. Absolutely. I I mean, he probably tweeted about it already. So, to me, you know what it looks like, Will? It looks like a Honda Ridgeline. the Honda Ridgeline truck that's out right now. Which is kind of looks like a car with a bed on it. That's sort of what her her concoction there looks like as well. The new Ridgeline, not the old one. Now, when Tesla does make a truck, it's gonna look nothing like this. If you type in to this image search "Tesla truck concept," Elon's gonna do some crazy steampunk stuff with it, according to himself. Okay, that I don't know. Oh, that was that's like the that's like the early concept. I mean, it's, it's not going to look anything like a Model 3. But in the meantime, what she put together is absolutely the closest you're going to get. And it's a pretty cool video. It's number one on trending right now. You should probably go check it out. And it's just, it's a ton of work that goes into something like that. Absolutely. It's called Truckla, you know, Tesla, Truckla. So getting a lot of love right now. It looks like an El Camino. You know the El Camino, remember that, Will?
1: Hmm.
0: Do you remember the, the guy, he was on that show, it was uh, A&E, when, when somebody is so nervous, when they see a certain thing, they have a weird, strange fear? And there's this guy, and he's afraid of El Camino's, that car, if he sees that car, he flips out. Oh! Uh, if you go to YouTube, you'll see the video right now. Go bring that up real quick. Because what she made looks a lot like an El Camino, so she, this will probably bother this individual. Yeah, you got to go like... Trauma? Trauma? Yeah, okay. El Camino trauma. No. Oh, wow. This is tougher to find than I thought. I thought this was like a well-known meme. Apparently not. There you go. You got it. A&E from Obsessed eight years ago. This is a hot clip. Every time this guy sees the El Camino, he stresses right out. You saw You saw this guy, right, Jack? Oh. You never saw this guy? what a tiny bit of volume on it, Will. Spin it way out of control and becomes this huge multifaceted ritual. I have done it for ten hours straight, that's the longest I've done it. Every car gotta basically check. Yeah. Normal normal good, truck, but the Al Camino throws him off. Alright, you can kill it, Will. Oh man. So the guy he's gotta he has to see uh he's gotta look at every car. Cars are safe. Trucks are safe. If he sees an El Camino. He's shouting at it. Yeah, it's deadly. He can't handle it. So.
1: Oh, he's doing.
0: He has to do the stress thing and everything else. So this, I feel like the Model 3 pickup that she built would trigger this guy as well. Because it looks a lot like an El Camino. Mm. As far as I'm concerned. But way cooler, it's electric. The the first electric pickup truck, I guess. Even if it's handmade, rigged up. Uh, We talked in the past, Will, about the nightmare that happens at Apple stores when you try to buy something. Yeah. Like, it's just, who do I pay? What am I doing? Do they even want me in here?
1: Yeah, it's very confusing.
0: Is is there a cash register? Am I welcome? Am I cool enough?
1: Do I go to the back? Oh, no, they're geniuses.
0: Yeah, they're they're too smart. Yeah. They're too smart to talk to you. They're geniuses, so you can't talk to them. So, anyway, they uh, they fired the the individual in charge of the retail segment, the retail experience, and they're going. They're kind of going more traditional. They're trying to fix it up. They're trying to make it a little more predictable, kind of what you would expect in a retail experience, and they're moving to to some changes to prioritize a straightforward shopping experience this is reported on nine to five Mac and they've got some images as well showcasing the phones laid out with the specs and the prices right below so you don't even necessarily have to find somebody to talk to and there's a few other examples of this uh, as, as far as streamlining the experience they've also gone ahead and set up an express checkout line which is labeled and obvious and that will allow you to pay for anything you can grab, any accessory in an express fashion without needing to find the person who can get the thing for you, which is sort of understandable for a laptop, but it was the most frustrating if you had like a cable or an adapter oh, yeah. or something. And then you're like, I gotta talk to the same person who's trying to sell Apple Care to the other person over there.
1: I remember they did that a couple of years ago during um, Christmas season where they had like a booth designated for express the express
0: checkout had the the like it had the items sitting there behind and then you'd go okay i want that and they this is going to be permanent for accessories anything you can grab off the Mm. shelf so but there's a few other changes as well that are illustrated here in these photos the watch section laying out the various Band options and having everything very accessible so hopefully uh this rolls out in multiple stores they can kind of uh fix the frustrating experience it's not just us who are frustrated by the way i mean they've done there have been uh various questionnaires and polls and whatnot and i think mean, people are frustrated with the with the apple store experience it's not just it's not just us will mm. the last time we talked about it, you saw in the comment section people they're they're sick of the geniuses they're sick of all this uh town town hall town square you know, they're just, can we just call it a store? Can can I just check out? Can I move on with my life? Do we do we need all the fanfare here? Um, so anyway, this is the first step in that direction. It's going to be rolling out at more stores. It's starting here with this one. This store featured in this article, I believe, is it in, it's in Union, Union Square? Oh, yeah, limited to the iPhone tables at Apple Union Square. So anyway, it's going to go everywhere. I like it honestly will i spoke about this in the past i I, there are times where i need to want to buy something i wish it was just a vending machine i know that sounds crazy but like if there was just a vending machine in the mall or in a public location an easily accessible location that had like accessories or something i needed a cable i need a uh a sleeve for a laptop some AirPods. just tap it in pop scan the thing the card i'm on my way zero interaction Robotic, Japan, Akihabara District, Blade Runner, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077.
1: Apple likes that human connection.
0: Do they? You know? Do they? Because they don't speak to you like a human. <laughs> they don't come over there. They come over there like, uh, you know, the whole cult vibe. Hey there. Uh, yeah. You know? What's your number? <laughs> oh, right. You yeah. mean for the Genius Bar? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Everything good with you there, bro? Hey, bro. That's
1: very loud.
0: Hey, bro. Uh, can I? Uh, what do you need?
1: You're spitting on me.
0: Whoa. The- Whoa. Jeez. I don't know. I mean, they're yeah, they're 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 friendly, and look, it's not like it's not like other brands have offered up a better experience. Certainly, if you like, I, I feel like I haven't covered this enough, but if you got a busted laptop, like let's say this Lenovo breaks or. uh an HP or something like. Where are you even going? <laughs> where, what are you doing? You, you call one eight hundred. They're like, we'll send you a box.
1: Hmm.
0: But Make sure don't. You label it. They're, they're like, don't so worry. It's gonna have a label on it. And like that's so you're supposed arm. to be happy with that. You're supposed yeah. to be like, I feel great. They like, have to send me a label. I feel so well taken care of. It's like, nah, man. That's not very confidence inspiring. To know there's a face and you can walk in. There's something to that. There's some sort of confidence that comes with that. And so. I'm glad the Apple Store exists, but I like everything else, there are ways to improve it. And I think they're moving in that direction now. That's good news. Uh, Facebook, they're launching their own cryptocurrency, Cuz Crypto. Cuz Crypto. It's a new t-shirt line that I'm putting out. It's called Cuz called Crypto. You see? And you can only buy it with crypto. So it's going to be a big deal. Uh, Libra. Facebook's new cryptocurrency uh, apparently going to dominate because it's Facebook. And I don't know, is this good news for Bitcoin, bad news for Bitcoin? A lot of people asking about what's going to happen with Bitcoin. Yeah, it seems like currently Bitcoin is doing okay, if not well. So maybe this is a good thing, keeps crypto in the conversation, legitimizes crypto in a way. Look at that, plus 24.96 points. 9,100 USD for a Bitcoin. Look at that, man, has been scaling right up. But the weird thing is, okay, with Facebook's crypto, you read through this stuff and you, you recognize that all the, all the uh, uh, familiar names show up there, Will. How about these names, ready? Let me know if you recognize any of these. Mm. MasterCard, you ever heard of that? Mm. PayPal, Visa, eBay, Spotify, Uber, Lyft, Vodafone. You ever heard any of those? Well, mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I haven't heard any of those. So this is backed. It's backed by all the traditional payment processors, good and bad. It probably means it can roll out more quickly. It probably means people are gonna trust it more, but it also means you're just back in the same, you're kind of back in the same system again in a way. Now, yeah, it's it's, it's obviously on the back end it's different, but they're all getting behind it in something called the Libra Association, purpose-built independent non-profit headquartered in geneva switzerland because you know will you're talking finances where do you go geneva you go to switzerland right that's where you that's that's where you stockpile your that's where you keep your savings yeah you stockpile and all your your fancy paintings and jewelry and fine stones you keep them in switzerland definitely jewelry switzerland's always neutral If the world all of a sudden uh, is up in flames, guess, guess where your stuff is? Switzerland. And it's perfectly fine. You can go pick it up as long as you can get there. You understand? Yeah. Or either that or you die and they sell it and they just stay rich. One or the other. Anyhow, so uh, they got their own crypto. The thing about having all these partners and the backing of Facebook is that they're saying, hey, we roll this out. You use it everywhere. You're just tapping away. You use it in all these services that are already signed up. They say uh, you're going to be able to pay bills, buy a cup of coffee, scan the code and use it to ride public transit. No cash necessary. So they're like, this is how we're going to out Bitcoin Bitcoin because we're like the name, a name that people trust. And so maybe we can get more people to accept it natively. That's the game plan. Uh, good or bad for Crypto. Probably good. It just gets people comfy with it. Yeah, and apparently it it
1: um, it's backed by the U.S. dollar, like greenbacks. It's not like pure digital currency like Bitcoin. Hmm. It's like um, hand in hand with U.S. dollar.
0: So you're, te- you're, you're telling me there's like a Fort Knox situation? There's a room full of gold and dollars and apparently, everything. Else. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Good to know. So there you have it. I mean, people. Pe- the one thing is. Facebook doesn't have the best reputation amongst certain communities that, like, just want to steer clear of all things Facebook, privacy perspective, so on, so forth. So I don't know about all that, but uh, these screenshots, I mean, it looks kind of appealing. It looks sort of fresh, Will. Makes me want to send you a couple bucks. Yeah, it's not too bad. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Smartphones might be having a bizarre effect on your skull. This one's for you, Will. I chose this one just for you. Here's what I want you to do, okay? I want you to reach up right now. I want you to reach up right below, right at the base of your skull. I want you to reach up there, okay? Right where your skull ends and your neck begins. I want everybody that's listening to do this right now. I won't take no for an answer. You feel that little ball in there? Yeah, you know what what that's from? Smartphones. (laughs) Jack's so mad. He's so angry about it. It's enlarged because you've been bending your head over to look at screens, Jack. Yeah. So they did a study, scientific report here. Study published in the Journal of Scientific Reports. Argued that heavy smartphone use handheld devices might explain why an increasing number of young people have an unusual bony spur at the back of their skulls. And at first they're like, okay, here's what's going to happen. They're like... It's probably something that accumulates over your lifespan. So older people probably have bigger ones. And they're like, no, it's the opposite. Young people have these bigger bony spurs back there. It's, it kind of, it'll freak you out a little bit. The worst group, of course, uh, between the ages of like 18 and 28. And they're not really sure the full effect, the potential effect of something like this. But obviously it's not good. You're not, you're not, you didn't evolve for this type of usage. We're all, we're now having the biomarkers of a a new type of evolution. Is that, is it, can can we devolve? Is that possible? We're going to, you know, you get the guy, he's the gremlin over the laptop. Yeah, just hunched over. Hunched, atrophied. Keyboard. You know, know, that was the original one. A futuristic version is like everything shuts down because you're cranked up, you're in a brace, you get the VR, who knows what you're doing. For now, this is what you got. You got this bony spur going on. Here's from a doctor. I've been a clinician for 20 years and only in the last decade, increasingly, I've been discovering that my patients have this growth on the skull. David Shahar, a health scientist, at the University of the Sunshine Coast in Australia. It's a new thing, according to him. It wasn't there before. So our, our skulls are, are uh, modifying. The bone development is modifying. And as usual, we're all dead. We're all, we're all dying, as usual. We're all going to pay the price. You think, it's a, you think it's a free lunch out here, Will? You think you're just, oh, I'm just looking at my smartphone here, you know? Oh, the home feed. YouTube, scrolling away. Meanwhile, your your brain is squeezing out the back of your head. Yeah, so I, is, that, is that worthwhile trade? Who's that guy you just showed me? What is that, a gremlin or something?
1: Yeah. He's just on the computer.
0: So, it's. I don't know, what can you say? They don't say there's any, like, terrible side effect or health consequence from this but it's got to kind of freak you out a little bit that's the main thing get off your phones every so often take a break i don't take a nap i don't do something play catch uh go outside if you're like willie dude go in the canoe (laughs) go for a trip in a canoe trip if you're like him yeah do you know when i was young i used to play a lot of monopoly the board game oh really yeah me and my friends we would uh sometimes we would Bet real money, oh! Not like play with real money, cause that would be insane. Yeah. Like with the bills being real money, but we put like you know ten bucks on a game or something. We were really into it. We would have games that went multiple days. We had all kinds of special rules, snake eyes, five hundred from the bank. We had all kinds of rules. Mm. Uh. Anyway, they're not. Uh. They're not sitting back and leaving it the way that it is. They get a new version, high tech. It has a voice-controlled AI banker that will never cheat. How about that? No more cheating. Your uh, AI, Amazon Alexa-like voice going on, distributing the funds, no feelings getting hurt, no more dedicated person having to play banker, be banker, just the hat in the middle with the speaker on it is the new banker.
1: So That doesn't seem fun because... Part of it is like you want to hold the cash physically. Yeah. The fact that it's on like
0: digital and
1: he's talking, it's not that fun.
0: Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. Well, how are you going to attract the youngsters? You're going to say, here's these paper. They're like, what is that? You're like, here, trust me, you should do some counting. and It's really cool and it's fun. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to go play Overwatch now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, What are you going to do? Well, you got to adapt. And they're charging ten bucks more, thirty bucks for this version, which is ten more than a basic game. Uh, it's not, it's not as intelligent as a Alexa or any other type of personal assistant, but it's gonna help you get through the game without the uh, the headache of traditional banking, counting. It's a lot of things like this, though. Well, you know, I was in a drive-through the other day, and they had an automatic machine for the change. I paid with cash. Mm because I'm 69 years old mm-hmm. and the change started coming out instantly you know they just put in like 20 and it's just <laughs> boom right to me mm. I, do you have to learn do you have to count anymore these days I don't know are we done with that no more counting no more math get rid of it who needs it it's all automated self-checkout
1: how else are you going to make it rain with the bank notes <laughs> that's something it
0: you do a lot of yeah just dollar bills i should have known right at home i should have known all right that's it for me will what do you got today you got the you're bringing the heat what do you got you got something good you told me before before we started you're like this is it
1: <clears throat> so uh robocop what do you know about him
0: uh oh you mean that robo i thought robocop was cool as a kid i never saw the movie but i had the poster oh really Oh, man. I, I thought, had the poster. It takes place in Detroit, right? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I love the look of it and everything. I don't know why I didn't watch. It. I probably wasn't allowed.
1: So uh, there's a new RoboCop.
0: Or and, an actual uh, RoboCop.
1: Yeah. It's a real RoboCop. And uh, he doesn't look like uh, like the regular RoboCop. He actually looks like uh, maybe like three feet. He looks like a cone.
0: He looks really friendly, actually. He does. Yeah. He looks like he, looks like he would fit in in Japan as well. He's like an anime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And
1: a police department in uh, Southern California just uh, released him, and he's, you
0: know, <laughs> pursuing
1: the streets. <laughs> just uh, he he's uh, he's looking after a park called Huntington Park. Okay. And uh, his cameras, there's like 360 views, and nice. he he speaks. He says hi and nice. You know,
0: I don't mind this.
1: Kids are safe.
0: I don't. I mean, he doesn't eat donuts. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, it's (laughs) how dare they put that at the end there? Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, the surveillance thing. Do you want to be watched everywhere you go? Probably not. But look, uh, having cops patrolling a friendly park like this could be a little intimidating. Just walking up and down the sidewalks, you're trying to relax, and you got all these cops everywhere. Him on the other hand, you're kind of like, ah, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, he seems pretty friendly. Yeah, yeah. The police would show up if any, they saw anything bad take place, and and also you assume that people, since they see this and they know they're being watched on a three sixty camera, maybe they behave themselves a little more, or maybe they just uh, maybe they just go somewhere else to do their dealings. Jack, maybe they find another spot. I don't know. I don't mind this, but I could see where people get get scared. They're showcasing him in like a friendly neighborhood park. It looks sunny out.
1: Yeah, apparently this, this job is perfect for him because he's, you don't have to hire, like, police officers to really... To
0: but if you, you if you picture the exact the same park. guy in some post-apocalyptic run-down Baltimore, 20, 2094, all of a sudden it's a different context, spray paint on him. Yeah, he's wearing a dress. Yeah, a you, I mean, you just... It could go either way. But what you're showing me right now, it's got a friendly vibe to it somehow. Mm-hmm. Somehow, way. All right. Well, let's take uh, let's take a question while we're at it. Might as well. What do you think, big fan from Lebanon? Shout out Lebanon! Thank you so much for what you're doing. My question is: Do you think the banning will touch other Chinese companies like OnePlus, Xiaomi, for example? What do you think? Interesting question. Thought about this a lot actually, because does I mean, if you eliminate. Those brands, if you impose these types of bans on those brands, you're actually not left with that many. All the fastest growing emerging smartpo- smartphone brands and sub-brands are Chinese. Talking about Oppo, Vivo, OnePlus, Xiaomi, Realme, Redmi. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing some. It's, it's crazy. Poco. There's so- all these global smartphones that have emerged, that have emerged, uh, that are, that are scaling up the list for market share are Chinese. And so at this point, it seems like, okay, obviously, Huawei had the greatest pace of the bunch, where it came from to where it ended up this past year, and it also had the 5G component where not only was Huawei trying to sell you a smartphone, but they were trying to go in and map out the telco infrastructure for these various countries. And I think if it wasn't for that, that aspect, it may have never gotten to this point because it, it seemed like the tower thing was the fuel that led to all the rest of the stuff that happened with Huawei. So because of that, I don't, think immediately it's going to touch those companies. That said, what will touch those companies is this potential tariff. So it it, it doesn't necessarily need to be a ban to have some sort of, to have a, this negative effect that everybody's worried about. We talked on yesterday's episode about a bike manufacturer that was like, hey, we can't be in China anymore because of this 25% ban or the potential or 25% tariff or the potential for this 25% tariff. And so they moved They moved their manufacturing to Taiwan for now, and they were talking about opening a facility in Hungary. So for these brands themselves, in the absence of a ban, what you might see take place is them diversify, diversifying their production facilities and the geographies in which their devices are produced. So maybe a company like Oppo doesn't exclusively manufacture their stuff in China anymore. Maybe they move... Some of that production to Vietnam or Taiwan or, or wherever else it might happen to be. I'm not really sure. Now, the reason that's going to be a bit tougher is because the companies we've covered up until now, like Foxconn, Samsung, others, they're not based in China, right? So many of them have their origin in Taiwan. So moving things back to Taiwan, not as big of a deal as a native mainland Chinese company saying, hey, we want to set up shop in these other places. Samsung makes a lot of phones in Vietnam, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's a sticky situation. What I do think is going to happen regardless and already is happening, is that public perception has shifted and public perception shifting is enough to impact the entire marketplace. And if you tack onto that, the 25% tariff, I think these companies, Oppo, Vivo, Xiaomi, could be hurt, particularly in North America, where they haven't even really put the foothold in yet, but where they were probably thinking about it. OnePlus is a weird one because, of course, it's part of that group uh, of smartphones, but it's one of the few that had a real North American focus and has had some success here. So we'll see how that all plays out. But I think at the very least, we will see the prices go up and potentially be less competitive as a consequence of those two things. Consumer confidence shift, potential of shifting operations and manufacturing locations and potential of the tariff, which could could come into play. So I've said it before, I'll say it again, the big winner in this whole situation is Samsung. Big winner, maybe Apple to a certain extent. Anyone playing in a premium space that is, isn't as China-leveraged is at an advantage right now. And I think people, they're walking into stores right now and they're just saying to themselves, oh, I feel comfy with that, with that Samsung brand name. feel real comfy with it. So anyhow, Will, there you have it. We covered everything. We got it all. You got the RoboCop. I got the new Monopoly game. All of our skulls are messed up because of smartphones. So we got to take a break, take a nap, uh, get the posture under control. Kirk's feeling the back of his skull right now. It's ugly. He's in bad shape. He's got a he's got a huge lump going on back there, bony region. Jack, we already know is messed up, big time. Casper's falling asleep over there. Okay. Facebook's got its own crypto, cause. It's the future, whether you like it or not. And uh they came to play. We got the we got the uh the Tesla pickup truck, not the actual one. We got the handmade, self-made pickup truck. And don't forget, we got the new Note 10, biggest ever, with a date on it now, August seventh. For anyone, anyone with money burning a hole in their pocket who wants to uh get up into that premium price tier. This Mark my words. This could be, will be, the most expensive Samsung device outside of the Fold series, the Note series. How about that? We're showing off some pictures right now. If you're just listening, not watching, you might want to come check this out because it's a pretty looking phone. Real, it looks like a brick. I mean, a slim brick, mm-hmm. but very edgy, and uh, and I don't mind that. So, what can I tell you guys? Uh, I can say we're happy to have you. Willie Do got the red light today. I was worried it was going to make him uh, aggressive. And it might have. A little bit. But I toned it down. He toned it down. He brought it down for you. Because he he knew you guys needed needed the news today. And so we hope that we've delivered a little something like that. You got something out of this. That's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep doing it. You